This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo. My name is Sam. And this is the outer limit frequency. Once you have dedicated yourself to being a performer, there are a number of considerations to make over and above the performative act itself. One of these aspects that has the potential to make or break an artist is their chosen stage name. From the ridiculous to the sublime, there has been a myriad of memorable stage names over the years in the world of music. And on tonight's episode, we'll be covering some of the best, most interesting and most head-scratching, including a special feature segment later on about the life and times of Terry Genderbender. Father Paul Ramon, without an E, and his sons Joey, Johnny, Marky, CJ, DD, Tommy, Richie, and Elvis are perhaps best known as, well, Paul McCartney and Ramones. Big shock, though, none of these names are real. While Paul McCartney used the name Paul Ramon while signing into hotels, I guess in an attempt to keep away from rabid fans or rabid paparazzi, Ramones, on the other hand, these ones with the E at the end, were one of the biggest punk bands in the early days of the genre. The whole name thing was just inspired by Mr. McCartney, with only Joey and Johnny being in the band through their entire tenure. The rest was a revolving door of fictional brothers, none of whom were actually related. I've never been the biggest fan of these guys, but I appreciate their dedication to the gimmick. Also, I love their Simpsons appearance and the fact that they performed the song Pet Cemetery with an S. Under the outdoor with the steamboats, ancient goblins and wild lows. Come at the grand line making a sound. The smell of death is on the rail. And at night when the cold wind blows, no one cares. To the sacred place To see a dream I can't escape Moles and fangs They're picking up bones Spirits moaning Among the tombstones And at night When the moon is bright Someone cries For being right I don't want to be buried In a pet cemetery I don't want to live my life 
sudden I feel a chill Victory is green and flesh is riding away Skeleton dance, I curse these days And at night when the wolves cry Listen close, then you can hear me shout I don't wanna be buried In a big cemetery member of the traveling wilburys are most certainly known by other names while performing with this particular band we had nelson slash spike wilbury otis slash clayton wilbury lefty wilbury lucky slash boo wilbury and muddy slash charlie t wilbury jr better known as george harrison jeff lynn roy oberson bob dylan and tom petty about as super as a super group gets this was all just a bunch of friends having fun and never felt like they were taking themselves seriously in this project, but with Harrison and Petty among their ranks, what else would you expect? With five of the greatest songwriters of all time, you'd expect this to be groundbreaking, but it really wasn't. It was never meant to be. As I said, they were just having fun. This is Last Night. She heard my guitar She was long and tall She was the queen of them all
October 2020, the world of hip-hop lost one of its most unique and creative minds. He was born Daniel DeMille, but the world knew him better by his stage name, MF Doom. He was a larger-than-life rapper with a unique style that was somehow busy and lazy at the same time. He had personality to despair and an intimidatingly deep catalogue under his belt. Doom was hardly ever seen with his iconic mask, modelled after comic book villain Doc Doom, naturally, which only added to his mystique and persona. And even better was that Doom had a roster of alter egos he could switch between for different projects, the most famous and important of which was Mad Villain, a title he shared with producer Madlib on their groundbreaking 2004 record, Mad Villainy. To this day, Mad Villainy is recognised as a high watermark for experimental hip-hop and one of the most genuinely out-of-the-box listening experiences out there. So this next track goes out to the almighty Doom. Rest in power, you Mad Villain. This is Mad Villainy with all caps. That is probably somewhat of a travesty Having me, then he told the people You can call me your majesty Keep your battery charged He know it won't stick, yo And it's not his fault you kick slow Should've let your trick hold Chick holds your sick glow Plus nobody couldn't do nothing Once he let the brick go And you know I know That's a bunch of snow The beat is so butter Peep the slow cutter As he utter the calm flow Don't talk about my mom, yo Sometimes he rhyme quick Sometimes he rhyme slow Or vice versa Whip up a slice of nice verse pie Hit it on the first try villain, the worst guy Spot hot tracks like spot a pair Fat asses, shots of the scotch From out the square shot glasses And he won't stop till he got the masses And show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses Do it like the robot to head spin to boogaloo Took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame Just remember all caps when you spell the man name Like a poet, like baby 
doll I bet she tried to say she gave me her all She played ball All bets off The villain got the dice rig And they say he accosted the man with the slice wig Allegedly the investigation is still ongoing In this pesky nation he got the best con flowing The pot doubles Now they really got troubles Madman never go like snot bubbles Marvin Lee Day was always a big dude, and apparently he didn't like his name much, so he changed it to Michael Lee Day. Still doesn't sound familiar? Okay, so how about the name his old football coach gave him because of his size, Meatloaf? Okay, so yeah, we all know Meatloaf, even if just for his songs, Bat Out of Hell and I'd Do Anything for Love. So how about his duet partner for the song Dead Ringer for Love? Sherilyn Sarkeesian is a little easier to figure out. She just dropped the surname and shortened to the first. Cher. A bit of a strange mix, right? Meatloaf and Cher. But not really. Both are incredibly powerful and theatrical vocalists. So they work together pretty well. And here you go.
no matter how bizarre or fantastical it might appear at first, eventually a stage name will lose some of its impact and become generally accepted, even passé. And as a short case study of this life cycle, I submit the case of Alice Cooper. Back in 1968, a group of wild young rockers decided to adopt the gender-bending moniker, but over time would exclusively refer to the band's frontman, one Vincent Furnier. The origin of the name Alice Cooper is shrouded in folklore, the widely believed origin being that it was the outcome of a session with a Ouija board and possibly the name of a young woman killed during the witchcraft trials of the 17th century. But no matter where it came from, can you imagine how hard it would be for a man to get booked in the late 60s and early 70s with a name like that? And then you have to take into account the crude, gory and downright theatrical nature of a stage show and you have the makers of a legendarily controversial career. And yet nowadays, no one really bats an eye at Alice Cooper. In fact, his entire shtick has been lovingly enshrined into the wider ethos of rock and roll and mimicked to various degrees of success by countless younger acts. And it didn't start right here, but a good place to always talk about Alice Cooper is his exceptional Welcome to My Nightmare album 1975, and this is Department of Youth.
There have been so many Misfits band members over the year that I'd have to do an entire feature on them to cover it. Not that I'm hinting anything. However, in my opinion at least, their most standout members, of course, have been Jerry Only, Glenn Danzig, Joey Image, and Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. As you'd probably guess, I mean, given both the names and the subject of this episode, none of these are their real names. But they suit the whole horror punk thing and the entire image of the band so well that we couldn't really imagine, say, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein going by his birth name of Paul. Misfits were an obvious choice here, and I'd probably have to talk about them again someday. as much as i don't actually love guar we sure play them a decent amount but i guess on a show where we often highlight the weirdos of the industry it's pretty hard to top them they just fit so well into so many of these topics and again like misfits there have been too many members to mention but some of my favorites of these are beefcake the mighty Bolsack the jaws of death volvatron and uh a name I probably can't really say on air, but let's just say he's a slave and he's named after genitalia. Look it up or don't. Led by Odorous Erringus from 1985 until his death in 2014, Gua shows no signs of stopping even when they probably should. But I'm not going to get into that. This is Bloodbath. Thank you. 
And now, our feature artist. When she was just 17 years old and still attending high school, Mexican singer-songwriter Teresa Suarez Cosillo formed a band called La Butcherettes. This was a punk rock two-piece group based in Guadalajara that incorporated aspects of shock rock, performance art, beat poetry, and confrontational feminism. It was at this time that Suarez acquired her stage name, the very name that lands her as the feature artist for this episode. From here on, she would be known to the world as Terry Gender Bender. Very early on in her career, Terry met Omar Rodriguez Lopez of Mars Volta in At The Drive-In fame. He was blown away by her ferocity and energy. Apparently during the Le Butcherette's gig attempted by Omar, there was a power outage, and rather than stopping the show, Terry insisted they carry on with the help of a conveniently located megaphone. From that night, the two became friends and frequent collaborators. In 2011, Le Butcherette's released their debut record, Sin Sin Sin. Omar served as the album's producer and helped to channel some of Terry's raw power onto tape. The album was reviewed favourably, and Gender Bender's performance drew favourable comparisons to Björk, Susie Sue, and PJ Harvey. And from that very first album, Sin Sin Sin, this is La Butcherette's with Tonight. Turns out that Sin 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 only hinted at the true potential of La Butcherettes. After a few solid years of touring with the likes of Deftones, Dillinger Escape Plan and Queens of the Stone Age, 
Terry Gender Band have started working on the ever-difficult sophomore album Cry is for the Flies. The group's growing profile managed to net them a couple of high-profile guests this time around, including Shirley Manson from Garbage and punk rock renaissance man Henry Rollins. While Christ of the Flies has some very strong rock tracks in it, I personally am far more drawn to the slower, heavier numbers that really show off Gene DeBena's range as a vocalist. And there are no better examples of this than her powerhouse performance on the nearly title track, Crying Out to the Flies. It turns out the sophomore album slump is far from a certainty.
In 2013, Omar Rodriguez-Lopez was searching for a new vessel through which to channel his overflowing creative talents. This came in the form of many one-off albums, bands and projects, but none of them had that much the way of sticking power, and to date none have managed a follow-up record, which is not, of course, to say that they were at all forgettable or not worthy of discussion here. When he formed a new group under the name Bosnian Rainbows in 2012, he had the perfect person in mind to be the group's front person. It was under this umbrella that I saw Terry Jean to to perform live in the now-defunct King's Arms, and it really was an unforgettable experience. Bosnian Rainbows was a bit of a stylistic shift for all involved as well, stepping further away from Omar's psychedelic and prog rock wheelhouse in favour of post-punk and new wave styles, which frankly could hardly suit Ms. Jean to Bender any better. And while their sole self-titled album lacks the, say, focus of Le Butcherette's work, it still contains some incredible performances, including I Cry For You.
Every day I cry for you year following cries for the flies la butcher had started working on their third album a raw youth once again with omar as the producer and when you gloss over the credits for this record it becomes immediately clear that la butcherettes were gaining a bit of a following as well as terry's bosnian rainbow's comrade d'anthony parks the album includes appearances from a pair of gender benders idols john clearly the best chili pepper frusciante and iggy pop and even more so than its predecessor a raw youth sprawled outwards to cover even more ground than ever before musically speaking and while there are many highlights, such as the implausibly titled Oil the Shoe of the Critter Knew Any Better, it is Frusciante's slow-burning funkadelic guitar work on the album's closing track, My Half, that ends up stealing the show.
while touring their last two albums, Terry Genderbender had the good fortune of finding herself on festival bills with Dale Crover and King Buzzo from Melvins. The trio hit it off immediately, bonding over their shared love of left-field punk and resolved to work together one day. Along with the, should probably be expected by now, edition of Omar Rodriguez Lopez, the newly formed quartet began work on an album under the name Crystal Fairy, which, by the way, is a significant improvement over the original name Red Alpha Royale. Seriously, what the hell's that? And for my money, Crystal Fairy's self-titled album 2017 is one of the best one-off supergroup records ever made. Seriously, the specific combination of these four incredible artists is extremely hard to fault, and the album plays to every one of their strengths. In fact, my only nitpick is the crappy album cover. They definitely dropped the ball there. But you don't have to look at that while you listen to the song from Crystal Fairy, Chiseler. was another very busy year for Terry Gender Bender. In February, Le Butcherettes released their fourth album, By Mental. 
This represented another subtle shift in tone for the group and allowed Jean DeBenta to demonstrate her potential as a pop vocalist on songs like Strong Enough, while also sharpening her punk credentials on songs like Spider Waves, featuring none other than Jello Biafra on unhinged rant duties. During the year, she also recorded vocals for Omar Rodriguez Lopez's triple album The Clouds Hill Tapes, which was released just last year. Terry Genderbender, through all of this, has continued to be a sought-after musician, a vital molecule of diversity in modern rock, as well as just having the greatest stage name possible. Before we close out tonight's show, we have one more track for you in the form of Le Butcherette's covering the Buzzcocks classic Ever Fallen in Love with Someone You Shouldn't Have, also from 2019. And in her performance on the song, Genderbender reaffirms her position as the heir apparent to the legacy of badass punk feminists. Spend my natural emotions Making me feel I'm dead And I'm hurt Yet if I start a commotion I run the risk of losing you And that's worse That's worse Gets worse Gets worse Thank you once again for tuning in to the Adel and the Frequency. Do you like what you hear? Of course you like what you hear. Jump onto Spotify and search for us. We have many more things that you are definitely also going to enjoy to listen to. 
And big surprise, because I'm really, really sneaky and not at all obvious, next week we are doing a feature on the Misfits with the topic horror. See you then. What's foreshadowing? episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.